Well, let's get our next guest on. His name is Dan Rice, pucksandpitchforks.com beat writer. You can find him on Twitter at DRiceHockey. Dan, how are you, my friend? What's going on, guys? I'm all right. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. It's it's Devil's Playoff Hockey, Dan. It's Devil's Playoff Hockey. I got to ask, you've been on the beat for 10 years. We celebrated your decade. Um, I love having you on our team. And I got to know what it feels like. What does it feel like for you? I mean, we kind of knew we were making playoffs the whole year, but you don't know with this team until you know. Now that it's here, how do you feel as the beat writer? Uh, first of all, thanks for the intro. It's actually been 20 years. Uh, if we're going to be, be technical, it's crazy. Like I thought about that kind of in the off season and like I started the, you know, maybe not on the beat, but like my first year covering games in person was, uh, with Stan Fischler in 0203. And I'm like, man, this is easy peasy, right? We go right to the cup final. Everything's, you know, coming up roses, um, and they were successful, no doubt, for a number of years after that, as far as making the playoffs. But mm-hmm. um, they ultimately kept falling short for whatever reason. Um, this year, it's, it's exciting. They've been in a playoff spot. Like they've been, I've written a couple times, said it on Twitter. They've been in, a, in the top five in the NHL since the end of November. Like they never really fell out of that, and that's crazy to think about. Like I think we talked about at the beginning of the year. I said, you know, maybe they'll be kind of like where the Islanders were this year, uh, where Florida was kind of battling in, in it till the end. And, and, you know, you have to go down to maybe game 80, game 81 to, to actually get in. Um, they were, you know, we were at the all-star break and, and we're already looking at Devils Rangers first round, probably going to be the matchup. And it's kind of crazy to think that that's the way that it, it worked out because there were a number of times where they tied Carolina, right. And, and they had the chance to jump over them. And they would just tie them, or they or they wouldn't get that point. Um, it's exciting, though. It's 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 fun. It's fun to be on social media, and, and everybody doesn't want to like call you a jerk off. Like you know, you could <laughs> you could write articles about you know maybe lesser players on the team, and and which I kind of like to do sometimes. And um, and you know, people are okay with it because everything is kind of going rosy. Like you can write stories about uh, Ryan Graves and <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's been it's been great. Um, I, I'm a little nervous maybe about the the matchup. I think if they had an easier, not easier, a a different opponent in the first round, I might feel a little bit more confident um, about their chances to advance because just because of what the Rangers are and everything that they bring and. Uh, all the attention and, and we've all watched those games over the years and, and how quickly they turn on dimes. Um, but it's exciting and uh, hopefully it's going to be a long series. Um, I, I got uh, cleaned up for the occasion, starting fresh, <laughs> clean slate with the, with the beard. So, uh, you know, we'll, I'll be there tomorrow and, and we'll be ready to rock. Love to hear that. Um, so you wrote your most recent article, a singular article. You you were the team article that went on today, but on Sunday you put in an article that just kind of like spoke to a lot of the devils, spoke to Lenny Ruff, just kind of what the mindset is, what the thought process is. Um, the thing that really stuck out to me was the Timo Meyer side of things and like kind of how he fits into the whole thing. I feel like that got a little bit lost in all this. You know, the Luke Hughes hype, the big of the playoffs, Jack Hughes going for 100 points, Nico Heischer season. You kind of forget that you got this superstar winger just a couple of months ago. What are your thoughts? What do you expect 
about the impact that Timo Meyer is going to have against the New York Rangers. Uh, I think this is exactly the series that they got him for. Like this is the, the and the moment. Like if I was talking with a buddy of mine earlier, and like if he has this, uh, a series as I think he is, because he's a big time playoff player. Like we've seen a little bit in some of these tighter games. Uh, the Boston game, especially at the end of the season comes to mind. Like he was one of the best players on the ice in that game. That was, that was a really tight check-in physical kind of game. Um, he, he knocked over Pasternak at the end of the game and that kind of fired everybody up. Uh, I just think he's going to just drive in this kind of situation. And if he has a big series and um, you know, if he, if he's a crucial piece in them advancing, uh, Devils fans are going to like – this guy is going to be a hero for like the next 10 years here. Um, I think all that kind of plays into him wanting him to stay or, or him wanting to stay, right, and wanting to sign here, getting a taste of this experience of what this could possibly be for not just this year. This is just the start. Like this is the next four, three, four, five years, um, you know, however long they can keep Jack and Nico and, and, and the core of this team together, like – um, and you mentioned Luke Hughes too. Like that's another thing that po- kind of popped up. Like Timo's been able to quietly contribute, but also really figure out the, the system. Uh, I think it had been 30 days at the end of the season that he had been with the team. Um, and, you know, and, and they play in games every other day. So it, it's, it's hard to get practice time in. Um, but I know from talking to him and from, from reading what other writers have written about uh, and, and speaking with him, um, he's put in the work like, whether it's off the ice, going over stuff on video with the assistant coaches, um, during practices, during games, like he he's really put in the work, and and I think he's been a great fit, especially on that first power play. Uh, I think it just gives them uh, just a, a huge added dimension that they don't really have that bigger body guy. Like they they have that, but it's in less talented <laughs> players on the team. Um, but to have him in that presence. You know, the beginning of the season, they had a Nate Bastion on first power play. And, you know, and I love Nate and and he can play that role. But I think with those guys, like you'd rather have a team O'Meyer. Uh, mm. And we started to see it at the end of the season. The power play was was really starting to connect uh, some really quick passes. Um, and, you know, like I said, this could be the start of something really special for them. Uh, but first, you got to handle the business at hand. So I, I feel like. A lot of the conversation with impact and importance is going to come down to Vitek Vanacek. And you wrote for uh, for our big preview article on PucksandPitchforks.com that you think that he is the most important player to the series as well. With that said, what do you expect out of him? You know, he's never played this many games in his career. What, what do you expect out of Vitek Vanacek, let's say specifically in this series? Yeah, I think, you know, I don't, as I wrote, I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I don't think it's going to, you know, I'm pretty confident it's going seven games. Um, So he's going to have to show an ability to to bounce back. Um, But what I've loved about him all season is he makes a lot of the saves that you're supposed to make. Um, And he makes a lot of the ones that sometimes you're not supposed to make. And and that's allowed the Devils to, you know, kind of have that that springboard kind of, all right, he, he made a big save. Now we go the other way and we score. Um, and if he gives up a goal early, like they've shown the ability, like we just saw it in the last game against Washington, right? V wasn't playing, but they, they give up a couple of goals early They're down by three 
twice in the game and and they just roar back and it's um it feels like a lot of times you no know, deficit is too big and that's that's huge i think for a goalie where he knows i can make a mistake here and there and this team is going to have my back because they're going to put up three or four goals um does that come down a tick maybe in the playoffs maybe um I'm not expecting it to be a high scoring series. Um, if we get one like four to five game uh, and the rest are two to one, three to two, one, nothing game. Like that, that's kind of a series I expect it to be. Um, and it's, I heard you guys kind of talking with James at, at, at the end there. Like it's, they're going to have to find a way to crack Shesterkin. And if they do, and if they, they did during the season, um, if they can implement that same kind of game plan and, they have a really, really good chance to be successful. Like, and I think if they get out of the first round, then it's, you know, this could be a, a, a pretty lengthy run. I'm not going to say they're going to win the cup, but, but they, they can probably make it to the conference finals. I think if they at least get out of the first round, but you know, we'll see, we have to get there first. We have to, uh, you know, play the first couple of games. Injuries always play a big part um, in any series. So it, it becomes kind of that war of attrition and, uh, we'll see how the teams hold up, but V will be a big, big part of that. I've been asking a lot of people this tonight and just kind of in general, because all I hear from the national analysts and even the Rangers analyst is experience, experience, experience. And I think a lot of that has to do with people wanting the New York to be in there and seeing that the the Rangers went all the way to the Eastern Conference final last year. Um, I do think that the Metro was a little strange last year, but that's neither here nor there. How much do you take into account the Devils' youth when looking at the series against the Rangers? Yeah, I think, you know, that experience, like, every team is different from year to year, right? Like, Patrick Kane and Tarasenko and and some of these guys weren't on the Rangers last year, so they've never gone through a playoff with this group of guys, right? It's the same kind of thing with the Devils. Um, and And I actually looked at it like they only have, I think it's, if Luke plays, that'll be like the 10th player that, that doesn't have playoff experience at this level. Um, everybody else has played playoffs, just not here, right? Dougie Hamilton, uh, Tomas Tatar, Paula, Timo Meyer, John Marino, so on and so on. Like they all have a little bit of experience. So it's not like they're all like gonna, gonna shrivel up in, in the moment uh, for game one and just get the doors blown off them because they're inexperienced. It, it, it would be, if they lose, it's going to be, they're making mistakes. Um, you know, maybe the first five minutes jitters. Um, but then after that, like it's, they're a good team. They've played against good teams all year. Like they, they're, they're ready for this moment, I think. And, and maybe a little hiccup early the first couple of minutes, but, but as, as we said, like they've, they show the ability to, to come back um, numerous times this season. I, I don't know, 25 times, 26 times. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I, I think they'll be all right. Like, um, and, and, you know, they've kind of gone through this together as a group where they didn't have a lot of changes during the season other than Meyer coming in um, and, and Lazar, right? Like, so this, this group has been through a lot together and, and they know they can win at an elite level. So the, the only team I think they didn't beat was Boston this year. Right. And, um, Boston was find me a team that that was able to really play with Boston a lot, and the Devils did. They just made a couple of mistakes, and and Boston usually makes you pay. And um, but I, I don't worry about that experience thing. The, the the Rangers, they have some younger players too. Um, it'll be the first time for them playing in a Devils Rangers series, right? So 
you can twist those things however which way you want to to fit your narrative. Yeah, and I I think that that's that makes a lot of sense, and, and I do think like you said, you call it what it is. It's a narrative. It's just kind of like something people like to talk about when it comes to the the series as a whole. Just kind of like hey, you know, like we need to find storylines besides the obvious and. What ends up happening is everybody talks about the same thing. The experience, experience, experience. Like you said, Palat. Um, even Vanacek has played in the playoffs. It didn't go well, but sometimes that builds on it. Actually, one thing I do want to ask you. This is kind of off the rundown, but I'm curious because I wrote about it today. What is your thoughts? Because you wrote about Tomas Tatar multiple times this season and kind of his impact mm-hmm. on the team. And I'm curious of the weight that this might have on him. He's been benched in two different Stanley Cup final runs in his career with two different teams. But he's coming to this team. He's um, accepted with open arms. This team loves having him here. Even when he struggled last year, coming into training camp, it seemed like the Devils were all about integrating him back in the lineup and finding where he fit correctly. So do you think there's extra weight there? Do you think that's going to impact him that he's had these bad experiences and do you think even the weight of like his contract, like how is that going to impact a guy who has been so impactful for this team? Yeah, and I, I think it's it's a valid concern, but I think he'll be fine. I think he's proven all season like he can he can play kind of up and down this lineup, whatever kind of role they've given him. He's he's done well. You know, he's obviously succeeded really well on on Nico's line with Mercer. Like that that trio has been maybe their their most successful trio. Uh, throughout the season where they've, they've played the most kind of stretch of games together. And um, I saw somebody point out today, like, you know, they have, you have one line with Nico and um, you have, and Nico and, and Mercer, I guess. And, and you have another line with, with Jack and Jesper. And, and then you have Timo on a third line, like your opponent isn't going to be able to put their best defender against all three of those, you know, lines. Um, yeah. So you're gonna have to pick and choose your matchups, and and that's where kind of like the chess game kind of will come in. And um, I think Tatar is is a valuable guy, like he's universally liked in the, in the locker room, um, definitely by the media because he talks to us a lot, obviously. Um, but he always gives you really deep and and thoughtful, I, I think anyway, insightful kind of stuff. And um, you know, we we kind of like not try and bait somebody, but you, you try and lead them into an, an answer sometimes with the questions that you ask. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's really a team first guy. Like he's not thinking about the contract or um, what his numbers look like this season. Uh, there were numerous times where people would, would bring things up to him. And like, even at the end of the season, like, yeah, you guys tied the record for, for devil's wins. And he's like, Oh really? Like, that's pretty cool. Like, I didn't know that. Like, you know, I think sometimes as, as, as especially as journalists and, and fans too, like we look too much into certain things and like players just kind of, they just, they go out and play, like they play for wins and losses, you know, at the end of the day, like that's why they're playing. They want to win more than they lose. And um, he's one of them kind of ultimate team guys. And um, I think as I've written, uh, I think he's going to be an X factor this season in the playoffs. I think he's going to have at least one or two big moments where, uh, he saves the day or, and that's what you need in the playoffs. You need, it can't always be Jack or Nico or Brat. Like it, it takes everybody. Like you have to have, and that's the devils when they were successful over the years, right? It was one night, it was Sergey Breland got the game winning goal. And the next night it was Scotty Niedermeyer. And, and the following day it was Jay Pendolfo got a game winning goal. Like yeah. 
that, that's what you need. Like you need those guys to kind of step up in those moments. And um, if, if the devils are, are to be successful, we'll see a lot of, a lot of that contributions from kind of everybody. Um, Dan Rice, you're covering this series for pucks and pitchforks.com. Uh, you'll be in the building for some of the games. We're excited to see you there. Uh, what do you got coming up? What do, you, do you have anything fun planned for the playoffs? Nothing much. I'm, I'm going to try and do uh, some quick turnaround stuff with, you know, obviously being there for the home games. Um, I'll try and do like a, a, maybe a little bit of a longer form recap, depending on how the games go. Uh, you know, if there's a, an event or a moment, maybe I'll kind of focus on that, but I want to try and pump out as much as I can here. Um, and uh, hopefully it's a, it's a long series. Hopefully it's an even longer run uh, this spring. Uh but I'm, I'm, I'm just really stoked to, you know, first time in five years for, for doing some playoff games. I was uh, fortunate enough to, to do some, some uh, PHF playoff games uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, first time doing playoffs, covering playoffs anyway, since before the pandemic. So um, really stoked. And I know the atmosphere is going to be loaded tomorrow night at the Rock. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a fun atmosphere. It's it. I, this feels like I know it's only five years in the making, but 2018 felt like we're happy to be here. This feels like 10 years in the making. This feels like since 2012, yeah. we've been waiting for a game this important. Right. And, and the expectation is like, and I've said to people uh, privately, like even if they lose in this round, like this was a, a very successful season. And in, in my estimation, like we didn't expect them to be here. Um, the expectation now is, this is this is going to be the norm for the next five, six, seven years, right? Like these guys are just going to get better. You never know; injuries happen, and and um, as I said, no no team is the same from year to year. But I think a lot of this core of of this team is is going to be in these positions for the next four or five years, and um, you know, hopefully it it goes in their favor, and and we all have a lot of fun stuff to write about because. Writing about losing teams sucks. I'm gonna be honest. Like, it's not it's not the most fun thing in the world. I haven't I haven't I've been had, there. I haven't even I, I haven't even gone on to a tankathon like once. Like, and that's like you know by this time of year I've done it like 500 times because I I would yeah. start in like January. Like, um, so it's been nice. I hope everybody out there really enjoys the playoffs. I hope you know it's it's obviously goes in the devil's favor. That makes my life a lot easier and and a lot more fun. Um, yeah. but hopefully everybody just, uh, you know, keep it respectful. I, I know it's, it's the Rangers, so it can get like, it can get pretty heated, but like, just try not to make it personal with people. It, it would be my only, uh, little bit of advice. I know that the passion is out there and we all love that. And, um, you know, everybody, especially within devil's fans, like don't argue with each other too much. Like you're all on the same side. <laughs> like. Everybody you gotta like friends. you gotta harness all that energy and 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 focus your chi and and ex, export it out into the open towards New York. Like uh, trying at least for the next two weeks. <laughs> well, Dan Rice, I appreciate you coming on. We look forward to your coverage. If you haven't seen it yet, check out pucksandpitchworks.com. Dan Rice wrote a piece just looking at the entire playoffs and what everybody has to say. Lots of really good quotes in there. Love what Lindy Ruff had to say too. So check that out, pucksandpitchworks.com. Dan, thanks for much for coming on. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Have a good night. Thanks, Dan. That is Dan Rice of PucksandPitchforks.com. Now, 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 Sam.